Welcome to Training for Womanhood. Be fit, be healthy, be happy. Where I help you go through some of the overlooked health issues that we as women go through during womanhood. Welcome to another episode of Training for Womanhood. Be fit, be healthy, be happy. I hope you've had a wonderful weekend and week so far. I'd like to go through pelvic floor issues, something that older women may go through as we hit perimenopause and menopause. So did you know that 50% of women will experience pelvic floor dysfunction at some point in their lives? And very few of us will seek professional help for it at all. We won't even talk to a PT about it or even a doctor about it. It's quite embarrassing. So what it would mean is that me and many other PTs will work with women and it's almost guaranteed that we'll be working with a woman that struggles with leaking urine when they cough, sneeze, laugh, jump or run. Having to run to the bathroom before or during exercises. I've had many women, many clients that that happens to. We'll have women that feel heaviness or bulging in their pelvis or will have other pelvic health symptoms. The good news is just because they're having these symptoms, it doesn't necessarily mean that they have to stop exercising altogether. Let me just go back and have a chat about what pelvic floor issues are. What is pelvic health? So not a lot of people know what pelvic health is and what it means to a woman that's in menopause. So pelvic health in perimenopausal women involves maintaining the well-being of the pelvic organs, the muscles and also the connective tissues. But during menopause, as we know, we have a lot of hormonal changes. And during the menopause, as we know, we have a lot of hormonal changes. These changes can affect the pelvic floor and potentially lead to issues like urinary incontinence or pelvic organ prolapse. It's essential. It's really essential for women in this stage to prioritise their overall health exercise and possibly seek some guidance from a healthcare professional for specific pelvic health concerns. So let me just talk to you about what prolapse means. A pelvic prolapse refers to the sagging of pelvic organs such as the uterus or the bladder or rectum into the vaginal space. So they sag or they fall or they collapse or prolapse. This sagging occurs when the supporting tissues and muscles of the pelvic floor or these muscles weaken and become damaged. Now these muscles can weaken due to the lack of estrogen in the body. So different types of pelvic organ prolapse. You have the bladder prolapse where it falls into the front of the vagina. You've got a rectal prolapse, which is the fall of the rectum into the back of the vagina. You've got uterine prolapse as well, which is the fall of the uterus into the vagina. There's so many different kinds of prolapse. But what you need to be aware is that this prolapse can be reversible or you can mitigate this prolapse. Some of the risk factors for a prolapse include childbirth, especially when you've had multiple vaginal births, multiple vaginal deliveries, ageing as well. 
and hormonal changes. And we know that menopause causes or menopause is caused by hormone changes within the body. Also obesity and conditions that increase intra-abdominal pressure, like chronic coughing as well. That's pressure and it, and it just can force organs to sag. Some of the symptoms that you might experience from a pelvic prolapse is pelvic pressure or fullness, a kind of bulging sensation on the vagina or in the vagina, discomfort or some kind of pain during intercourse and also urinary or bowel issues. Treatment can vary, okay, and this can include pelvic floor exercises, lifestyle changes, pessaries, And in very severe cases, surgery might be involved, but you must always consult your healthcare professional. So if we go back to talking about pelvic health and what we want to do to maintain the health of our pelvic organs, we as perimenopausal women would need to look after the well-being of various organs in the pelvic region. Okay, these include the uterus, the ovaries, fallopian tubes, cervix, bladder and the rectum. Okay, so our hormonal fluctuations are in our hormonal imbalance during menopause, which of course marks the transition into menopause, can impact these organs and surrounding structure of these organs. The pelvic health deterioration in perimenopausal women involves changes such as decreased estrogen levels leading to the thinning of the vaginal tissue and weakening of pelvic muscles. This, all of this, contributes to conditions like urinary incontinence, pelvic organ prolapse and vaginal dryness. How can we improve our pelvic floor? How can we improve the organs in that area. Number one, pelvic floor exercises or Kegels. So this strengthens the pelvic floor muscles through exercise and this exercise helps to support the organs and reduce the risk of incontinence or reduce the risk of prolapse. Regular exercise, of course, engaging in overall physical activity will always, always help that area to stay healthy and engaged. Exercising maintains muscle tone and supports general health anyway, and this includes pelvic well-being as well. Maintaining a healthy weight. Excess weight, as I said earlier, excess weight can strain pelvic floor, and this can contribute to many pelvic floor issues. So maintain a healthy weight for overall pelvic health. HRT, hormone replacement therapy. Now, you know, I'm always one to advocate food over medications, but if you're on HRT and it's working, fantastic. But for some women, HRT therapy can address hormonal imbalances, of course, by alleviating the symptoms like vaginal dryness, and it also supports healthy pelvic tissues. Another thing, have a balanced diet. Proper nutrition supports overall health, as we know. So this overall health includes the pelvic organs. Also, adequate 
hydration. I spoke about this last week. Water, water, water. And if you think you've had enough, have some more. (laughs) Okay. Pelvic health physiotherapy. Yes, there is such a thing. Specialised physiotherapy can provide targeted exercises and techniques that you can use to improve muscle strength and muscle function in that area. And lastly, go and have your regular checkups. Consultation with your GP, your healthcare professional will always allow for the early detection and also the management of any pelvic health issues. It's very, very important for perimenopausal women to discuss their individual health status and concerns with a healthcare provider. It's really, really important so that we can catch anything early and address specific needs and symptoms. Do check out my social media handles, which can be found in the notes of this podcast. If you would like a health assessment with me, do make an appointment. Jump onto my Instagram page and my calendar link is in my bio. Once again, I've got to thank you for taking the time to listen to Training for Womanhood. Be fit, be healthy, be happy. I hope you've learned a little bit, maybe one thing you didn't know from this podcast. And I will see you next week. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Training for Womanhood. Be fit, be healthy, be happy. Please stay tuned for future episodes and do please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow me on Instagram at dnice.fitness, that's a D-N-Y-C-E, or via my website, dniceofitness.co.uk. I'd love to hear from you, and if you have questions of your own, or need advice about your health and well-being, or womanhood in general, please do send them through my way, and I'll respond directly, and also in future episodes. This podcast has been brought to you by D-Nice Fitness and produced by the great team at the Podcast Boutique. I'm your host, Denise Campbell. Have a wonderful week. Until next time.